I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Network. Well, we're going to talk about Bill Maher because in case you have not been paying attention, there has been a strike among the Hollywood D-bags. Well, out in Hollywood. Of course, the writer's strike. Oh, my God. All these shows are shut down. We've seen the actors out there doing their little picketing thing. And Bill Maher has broken away from the pack. And he said, no, nah, you know what? I've got people that are employed by my show that are not part of the writers and they need to work. So my show is coming back real time with Bill Maher. I'm bringing it back with or without any damn writers. My goodness. Oh, the poor Hollywood actors, the poor Hollywood writers out there. My goodness. How are they ever going to survive? And I understand there are a lot of character actors out there et cetera, et cetera, that don't make nearly the money that I think a lot of people believe that they do. Uh, if you ever get a chance, watch a documentary called That Guy from That Thing or whatever. It's it's called something like that, but it's a documentary about all these very, very recognizable character actors that you've seen in movies or shows many multiple times, but you don't know their name. You're like, oh, it's that guy. That's literally what the documentary is about. And those guys make shockingly not a lot of money, actually. It's pretty surprising. So, anyway, let's get to this. He's bringing his show back. And one ultra-socialist liberal nutbag. I shouldn't even say liberal. That's an insult to liberals. Keith Oberman. Now, guys, if you don't remember Keith, he was part of the Dan Patrick ESPN Sports Center team that we all thought was historic back in the early 90s. It was the best sports center duo ever. But little did we know, Keith Oberman is a lunatic. He is one of the most loud, foul-mouthed, ignorant socialist D-bags that this country has ever seen. You want to talk about Trump derangement syndrome? He's got it massively. I mean, my goodness, it's insane. And he has decided to slap back at Bill Maher for making this decision. Keith Oberman, why do you care about Hollywood writers? Who cares? I mean, it, it's unbelievable. So let's take a look at this. Bill Maher announces his show is coming back amidst writer's strike. Time to bring people back to work. Bill Maher announced that his HBO show will return soon without writers. Real-time Bill, with Bill Maher's 21st season. I've been watching this guy since way back in the politically incorrect mid-90s days. Was cut short after Hollywood writers went on strike in May. Writers are asking for higher pay, guaranteed number of writers, writers per room, better residuals and safeguards around the use of artificial intelligence in writing process in their list of demands. I actually kind of don't blame them for that AI part. I mean, I wouldn't want something fake taking my money and my work. With no end to the strike in sight, Bill Maher revealed that the show would return without writers or writing. Quote, real time is coming back. Unfortunately, Sans writers are writing. It's been five months, and it is time to bring people back to work, he wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. The liberal comedian said that while he sympathized with the writers' concerns, 
There were other staff who were being financially hurt by the strike. Quote, the writers have important issues that I sympathize with, and I hope they are addressed to their satisfaction. But they are not the only people with issues, problems, and concerns. Despite some assistance from me, much of the staff is struggling mightily, he wrote. Well, that's pretty good of him to try to financially float some of those people on his show. Marr reiterated how he loves his fellow writers on real time, but he would not allow the show, quote, to lose an entire year and so, see so many below-the-line people suffer so much. The HBO host pledged to honor the spirit of the strike by abstaining from show elements that were dependent on writing, such as monologues, desk piece, and new rules segments. Yikes, I don't know how good that's going to be then, because his monologue and his new rules is a lot of the reasons that a lot of people tuned in. He admitted real time would not be as good without writers, but also promised it would not disappoint fans. Quote, but the heart of the show is an off-the-cuff panel discussion that aims to cut through the bullshit and predictable partisanship that will continue. The show will not disappoint, he insisted. Mars' announcement drew a mixed reaction online with many liberals attacking the HBO host as a scab, someone who crosses a picket line. Look, all right, let me just explain to you the real problem here. Liberals, and I shouldn't even say liberals again. This ain't liberals, okay? Progressives, all right? All right, a lot of liberals are left of center. Progressives are some way, somewhere over the rainbow, okay? Down the line, crazy nutbags like Keith Oberman. And they have been attacking Bill Maher for about five years now. Why? Because he refuses to slam Trump supporters. He's come out and said, we got to stop talking shit about Trump supporters. All right? They're a part of this country. They obviously have a voice. They have their, their opinions. we got to quit attacking them. The other thing he's been very vocal about for a long time is his full-on assault of wokeness. And he has been going after the wokeness for years. And then he launched an attack on COVID and mandates and all of that crap. And the progressives don't want Bill Maher anymore. They hate him. Bill Maher has, be, has been called a white supremacist. Bill Maher. All right? So, let it be known, while they're attacking him for that, they're attacking him because Bill Maher is really the same Bill Maher he was in 1995. And we know those people are people that we never would have dreamed would have eventually existed in current day and time back in 1995. Quote, without writers... The new weekly scab edition of Real Time with Bill Maher will be 83 seconds long, Keith Oberman mocked. The former MSNBC host did not mince words in his rebuke of Maher. As somebody who's known you since 1978, F you, Bill, you selfish, unfunny scumbag. He wrote on X, my God. Keith Oberman is calling somebody else unfunny? Not to mention 
Bill Maher has dominated late-night television for 30 years, for crying out loud. That's utterly... God, there's Keith Oberman. I don't even like like to see the dude's face. The Writers Guild of America, the union representing the striking writers, blasted Maher's move on social media. Bill Maher's decision to go back on the air while his guild is on strike is disappointing. If he goes forward with his plan, he needs to honor more than the spirit of the strike. The group wrote on X, the WGA warned that Maher... He was obligated to follow strike rules and not performing any writing services as a WGA member and said they would be picketing his show in protest. My God. Oh, oh, feel so bad for Hollywood right now. Actresses like Jennifer Aniston also faced backlash this week for liking a Drew Barrymore Instagram post explaining why she also made the decision to bring her show back amid the strike. Mara is the first late-night host to resume programming. During the writer's strike, he previously zinged his late-night competitors on NBC, CBS, and ABC, saying he didn't understand why their shows have survived during the modern era of streaming options. He also mocked hosts like Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert, for pandering to liberal fans. This is exactly why I still watch Bill Maher. Quote, those guys don't have takes. I have takes. What they do is exactly what the liberal audience wants them to say about that. That's not a take, Maher argued on Club Random. His podcast is really damn good. He, uh, I did a video a couple of weeks ago where he came out and he obliterated John Cougar Mellencamp over an absurd take he had about blacks are still living like slavery. And Bill, and he brought up sports. John Cougar. Well, you know, if you're a sports star, and Bill Maher was like, I'm pretty sure that playing center fielders for the Yankees is better than, you know, basically picking cotton for no money in the worst conditions ever during a hellish time for black people. I mean, that's stating the obvious. And he said, well, maybe I just pulled a number out of my ass. And Bill Maher said, that's where it needs to stay, up your ass. I like that. I do. I know a lot of people will not watch Bill Maher. It it doesn't bother me that his politics doesn't align with mine, even though it's gotten a lot closer over the last, like, three years. He's still got a massive, massive uh, blind spot for Trump. That's fine. I mean, he doesn't have to vote for the same person that I want to vote for uh, because I find him funny. And he will have actual people that are right to the right on his show very regularly. And he's one of the few liberals that for many, many years would go on conservative shows when nobody on his side of the aisle had the nuts to do so. He would go on there and get destroyed with Bill O'Reilly and a lot of these other guys over the years, and he has been very critical of liberals over the years because they're afraid to go on conservative shows. So take that for what you want. I love the fact that he's bringing his show back amid the strike. Oh, and they're so worked up and they're so hurt. Oh, cry me a river. A river of your pathetic, salty tears. Tell me what you think. Peace, I'm out.
Till next time.